What happens when a theology nerd who builds guitar pedals, his pastor, and a Lutheran guy from Nebraska get together on a weekly basis? The Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast, that's what. The Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast explores the Christian faith, practice, and worship through the lens of Sola Scriptura and Tota Scriptura, comparing and contrasting what God says to popular practices, songs, and ideas in the modern church world. You can even join in the discussion in the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast Lounge Facebook group, and make sure you subscribe to the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast right now on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Seven Days Podcast, where the users, or the users, the listeners send in questions, and that's Trevor, I'm Stan. We answer those from the perspective of a couple of church members just having spiritual conversations about, again, your questions. Send them in at ask at all 7 dayscom 864-660-9473, all seven days, hang out on Facebook. We need your questions, and we now, as our viewers can see, are on, fa- are on YouTube. We are now on YouTube. This is our second episode, and I can't tell you if it's going to be any better, uh, but we're going to try. And it already looks like we may be having some sync issues, but we don't care because we're not professionals. We're not getting paid to do this, but uh, we're going to try. So hopefully, you know, people will tune in yeah, or listen in. Listen to our voices, not yeah, the, don't. the delay between my mouth and the... Yeah, it's not too bad yet. No. So maybe, it'll, maybe it'll hang in there. Cool. So, uh, Trevor, good day at work today. Excellent day. At work Have to bust any heads? No heads were busted. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. It's been it's been real. It's been a good year so far. Yeah, yeah. it has been, and I'm very thankful for yeah, it. So. We just uh, we just grilled burgers. We might we, we might burp in the mic a couple of times during this uh, podcast. So uh, they were good though. They were. They turned out pretty I good. Had a burger and two hot dogs and beans yeah. and. <laughs> we may start rattling here in a minute. Yeah. I ate too much. <laughs> it's a good thing I you did. I have that issue. I eat way too much. Well, yeah. When it's good, you tend to eat too much. Yeah, because I just want to taste it all. Is there is there a contentment lesson here? <clears throat> Isn't that one of the seven deadly sins? Is, um, Ob- uh, gluttony? Obesity. No. <laughs> yeah. gluttony. Yes. Gluttony. gluttony, yes. My son likes to say, if you're feasting, it's not gluttony. Okay, then we had a feast tonight. <laughs> we at did, your house. didn't we? Yes, we did. It was yeah, good. It was I enjoyed good. it. it was good. Thank had you. a good time. Yeah, we had a little fire pit going out there and uh, yeah. charcoal grill running, and it smelled delicious. Almost like a spring or a fall night, even though it's the end Still of January. January. Of January. But it's it's yeah, pretty it's perfect. pretty nice night out there. Yes, sir. So, uh, oh yeah, so that was cool. We had a good time, and uh, get your all seven days mugs. Not like this. Maybe like this, if we get enough feedback saying, hey, I want one of those, we can get them available on the website, but they're not available yet. We've got the old mug still available. Hey, if you uh, support the podcast, all seven, uh, no, anchor.fm slash all seven days, 
anchor.fm slash all seven days. Look for the support button and uh, you can support the podcast on a minuscule, a medium, or monster monthly donation. That would be much appreciated. And if you do the $5 a month, get a mug. Get a mug. If you do $10 a month, you get a t-shirt. We might autograph it. Hey. That's a good idea. That would make it worth less. For nine fifty. dollars <laughs> <laughs> I like we'll it. We'll send you 50 cents along with the, <laughs> with the autograph. autograph. <laughs> That'd be cool. We could do that. Uh, yeah. Should we tell them what we thought about doing for our next episode? Yeah, I think you should tell them. Since it's YouTube. I think if people want us to do it, they should comment on the YouTube video. Yes. Stan and I were thinking about wearing masks for the next <laughs> episode. Luchador. Luchador wrestling masks. Yes. I think that would be awesome. Because it will be. <laughs> can I, if we do this, can I be from Parts Unknown? Yes. We could introduce <laughs> you. Yes. I think we need to go big because it, it will be our 52nd episode. It will be. That's 52 episodes. That's an entire year worth of torture we've put our listeners we've through. We've hung out that still, many times. They're still here, and we appreciate that. Yes. And you could you could even put your fancy pants with your luchador mask. and uh, Baby oil? <laughs> I mean, we'll just make it a wrestling theme. <laughs> okay. Uh, so out. we need a question about a biblical character wrestling. <laughs> I mean, let's do it, but we got to have comments. Well, we know who that was, right? Who wrestled with God? I want to see if anybody else knows. I know, right? Okay, who was it that wrestled with God? Uh, send that. <laughs> and then you'll see Stan and I wrestle each other. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm out on the baby oil. That just seems like too long of a shower. To I mean, if we're gonna all. if we're gonna take it to the next level, you got to take it all the way. Oh my gosh! Well. <laughs> If we get if we get a thousand dollars a month worth of donations <laughs> before the next episode, we I'll do the baby oil. Baby oil. I'll do the baby oil for yes. that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Set the what bar did, high. What Set did I just bar. commit to? <laughs> I don't know. It's terrible. We'll find out. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, well, what else have we got to talk about? Um, I think that's about it. Um, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. This is the All Seven Days podcast. Hey, pastors and church administrators, listen to this. All Seven Days is proud to be partnered with Faith Teams. Faith Teams is a web-based church management software with all the features your church needs and priced so that any church can afford it. It's packed with features including attendance tracking, kids check-in, volunteer scheduling, automated guest follow-up, contributions, online giving, and text to give built-in email and text messaging tools, and a whole lot more. Best of all, it's all in one single system at a price that makes sense. They have a free 14-day trial so you can try the entire system before you pay a dime. Keep it in pages $40 a month. That's right, $40 a month for every available feature. Go to all7days.com slash faithteams to learn more and use the links provided for your free 14-day trial. When you sign up, tell them All 7 Days sent you. Faith Teams, the easy and affordable church management software. From the 1311 Studios, this is the All 7 Days Podcast, and we have, we got a great question uh, from Robert Wood, one of our longtime 
listeners probably been listening for all 52 episodes i would imagine i don't yeah. think he's missed one he sent in several questions and this is a really good one you know robert is an elder at his church in in oregon and uh, he says our church is going through acts and i came across this in acts 8 in acts 8 12 the samaritans believed philip as he preached the good news and they were baptized however in Acts 8.16, we find that the Holy Spirit had not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Any thoughts on what's going on here? I'm curious about your thoughts on the delay between believing and being baptized and receiving the Spirit. And I think this is a great question. This is one of those that really makes you think, makes you dig. And uh, so, um, once again, I have to say, uh, the way I'm about to approach this, is not all my own thinking. I had to get some help with this one, um, but uh, I'm going to put it in my own words. So, cool. I'll, ta- I'll take credit for at least that. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a really great question. When you think about, you know, most of us are taught that when we when we believe, and uh, when we hear that when we hear the gospel and we believe it, we receive the Spirit at that at that moment, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's that's what we're taught. But there's there is a delay here. Let me just read. Acts chapter 8, verses 9 through 24. So we can just have this text in front of us and have a little more context around it. And I'm starting back at verse 9 because I think, um, I think Simon, the sorcerer as he's called, has something to play in this story as well. I think there are two things going on here, and Simon has something to do with one of them, so I'm going to start in verse 9. But there was a man named Simon who previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of Samaria saying that he himself was somebody great. They all paid attention to him from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the power of God that is called great. And they paid attention to him because for a long time he had amazed them with his magic. But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon himself believed, and after being baptized, he continued with Philip, And seeing signs and great miracles performed, he was amazed. Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent to them Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for he had not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, so that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, May your silver perish with you, because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have neither part nor lot in this matter, for your heart is not right before God. Repent, therefore, of this wickedness of yours, and pray to the Lord that, if possible, the intent of your heart may be be forgiven you for i say that you are in the gall of bitterness and the bond of iniquity and simon answered pray for me to the lord that nothing of what you have said may come upon me so there's a little context around this story so anything jump out at you trevor about any of that stuff that we Um, just read kind of uh with simon and how the people regarded him just because he was a sorcerer and just performed magic tricks basically yeah and so apparently he had great power or he was at least thought to have it right? thought to have some power of some sort almost right. being compared to godlike right 
Yes. And that, I think you get that. Uh, it says, the, the, this man is the power of God that is called great. And if you notice, both God and great are both capitalized here. Right. This, is a, this is a godlike power that they're associating with this man. Mm-hmm. And uh, what and did they used to call him? Simon the Simon the Sorcerer. Simon the Sorcerer. Yes, that's awesome. uh, that's, that's kind of what that's kind of the label that you know theologians have kind of put on him. So what's going on here? Um, what is what is happening? So after my digging went for a while, I found a few things, and I and I think it I think there's two things going on here. Uh, this is very early church history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, to give you a little more context, the beginning of this chapter in chapter eight is where Saul comes into the picture. So we have we have the church has just begun, and Saul has now started persecuting the church. And this and the first of uh, chapter eight is where um, it's where Stephen is stoned, and Saul is there giving approval to his killing. He actually they laid the their coats because they didn't want to get hot throwing rocks. They laid their coats at the feet of Saul, and Saul gave approval to what was going on. And from then on began a persecution of the church that scattered the believers everywhere. And Samaria is one of the places that they went. Now, also keep in mind that Peter has not yet had his vision of the sheet coming down with all the unclean animals on it. Mm -hmm. So he has this vision uh, and this is the story of Cornelius. It has this has not happened yet, right? So the sheet comes down. God says, "Kill and eat," and and Peter says, "I can't. It's all unclean animals." And God says, "What I've called clean, don't call unclean." And then he has his encounter. The the men come to get him to come talk to Cornelius. And Cornelius is a Gentile, and uh, and and his whole household is saved. And they receive the Holy Spirit like immediately as soon as they're hearing the word. Peter's not even through speaking. All that has not happened yet, okay? So here we have an early church that's mostly Jewish believers, mm-hmm. okay? So, um, so how, did, how did Philip come into this? So if you look back in Acts chapter 6, now in these days, it says, in verse 6, it says, Now in these days, when the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint by the Hellenists arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. And the twelve summoned a number of the disciples and said, It's not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brothers, pick out from among you seven men of good repute, full of the Holy Spirit, full of the Spirit and of wisdom, who we will appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. And they said, uh, and what they said pleased the whole gathering. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith, who was killed mm-hmm. in chapter eight and of the Holy Spirit, and Philip, and Prochorus, and Nick, Nick, <laughs> and Tim, Tim, <laughs> and Parm, Parm. He, and he, Nicholas, and, and Nick, and Nicholas, and, and a proselyte of Antioch. These they set before the apostles, they prayed and laid hands on them. Okay, so here we have Philip. He's one of these, we'll call him a deacon, mm-hmm. okay, and in chapter Eight when when Stephen is killed, Philip and others scatter, right? And Philip ends up in Samaria. Okay, so it, any stories come to mind when I talk about Samaria from the, from the Gospels? One, one. Okay, which one? Well, we talked about it earlier, right? 
the Good Samaritan, right? The Good Samaritan, right? right. So uh, if you remember that story, we've got Jesus uh, trying to be trapped by some religious leaders, mm -hmm. and they ask him, what's the greatest commandment? And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself is the second greatest commandment, right? And the man trying to justify himself says, well, who is my neighbor? And he tells a story of the Good Samaritan. And remember, Samaritans are considered like people you don't talk to. If you're Jewish, the Samaritans are kind of outcasts. They're kind of half-breeds. Mm -hmm. They're not really in. They're not really out. We don't really know what to do with them, so we send them to Samaria <laughs> and let them out there, right? So we have that story. Uh, so Jesus' big gouge at the religious leader was a Samaritan did what was right, and the religious leaders did what was wrong, passed the, passed the guy up on the side of the road who had been beaten and left for dead, stripped naked. And, but the Samaritan came by and showed mercy to him, you know, mm -hmm. bandaged his wounds, took him to an inn, paid for all his, all his health care while he was away. The other story that comes to mind of a Samaritan is a Samaritan woman mm -hmm. at the well, woman at the well. right? So Jesus comes to Samaria and, uh, he's, he sent his disciples off to get some food or get whatever. And, uh, this woman comes to the well to draw water in the, in the middle of the day because nobody else would be there. Right? right. And he, he talks to her and, and, you know, we find out a lot about her. The point is he's talking to a Samaritan woman, which, you know, again, Jews just does not do. Frowned upon. It, yes. So, so here we have Philip ending up in Samaria preaching the gospel. So what happens? People believe. Mm -hmm. And they're baptized. But they don't receive the Holy Spirit. Like we're taught we do when we are saved. Right. And, and Robert's question is, why the delay? What's going on here? So um, here's what I think is going on. At this time, again, the church is brand new. And God is working out the formation of this church. And the apostles are still trying to figure out how to do the church, right? right. They're, you know, they, they started, things were going great. Now they're being persecuted. Now they're scattered. Mm -hmm. And this particular instance, they're not just scattered to another Jewish community. They're scattered to a Samaritan community, and people are believing. So what happens? Um, Peter and John hear about it and come to this city or to this area. And they pray for them and lay their hands on them, and then the Holy Spirit comes to them. Right, And I think this is the same sort of thing we see in the upper room, right? I think this is a miraculous indwelling filling of the Holy Spirit. I'm not positive, but I think there was, there was evidence of it in speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I'm not going to try to deny that. I think that's probably what happened here. I think that's how the people knew that they had received it because uh, the laying on of hands and the, and, the, and the distribution of that gift through the apostles happened. Um, but why? Why that delay? And, and again, the church is new. The church is just being formed. We have a, uh, an outcast city that has come to belief. And I think these apostles come to verify what God is doing to maintain unity in the church. Can you imagine the division that could have happened should the Samaritans said, oh, we believe in Jesus too, to these other, other Jewish Christians mm -hmm. that now there's this this 
wall between them. There's this divide of culture and thousands of years of, no, you can't be part of us kind of thing. Right. And now, apparently, God has done something here to save even the Samaritans. And if they just claim it without any verification, what kind of strife and rift would there be in the church mm -hmm. that didn't need to be? Right. So I think God in his sovereignty has, has held out here for a particular purpose so that these apostles could come, lay their hands on them, and, um, and verify what's been going on. If you also remember when Cornelius and his household get saved, and they're, they're Gentiles, right? What also happened after that? Uh, Peter comes back and reports what's happened because they're saying, hey, why did you go to this Gentile's house? And he tells them the story of what happened. And then after that, it's like, oh, that's cool. We had an apostle verify what was happening with mm -hmm. the Gentiles. Apparently the Gentiles were being included in the church and they all rejoiced and were happy about it after that. Um, I think it's the same sort of thing. I think there's a verification that needed to happen among the apostles to keep a unity within the church. Um, but I think there's a secondary thing going on here. And this is when I get back to Simon. If you notice what happens with Simon, he's, you know, he's, he's been wowing people for a long time. Mm -hmm. with it. I don't know if it's sleight of hand. I don't know if it's actual sorcery. I don't know what it is. Uh, they call it, uh, what do they call it in the text? They said uh, he had been practicing magic. Man named Simon, who had previously practiced magic in the city, amazing the people, and uh, so for us, when we hear about somebody practicing magic, it's sleight of hand, it's right. illusion, it's mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So I, whether it's that or not, I don't know. I'm just going to say he was practicing magic. I know that's right. I don't know how he was doing it, right. but I know it was practicing magic. Okay, and uh, and apparently he was really good at it. Mm -hmm because he was amazing people and they thought he had the power of God within him to be able to do the things he was doing. Mm -hmm. Then at the end of this story, Simon even believes he's baptized and then he's amazed by the things that, the, that, that Philip is doing. He's performing miracles. Now whether that's healing people or what, I don't know, but obviously um, Simon couldn't do that right and he is amazed by this mm -hmm. so that's that's kind of the thing that makes me think maybe he was the con artist type magician shell game street magic stride, <laughs> yeah slide a hand uh you know maybe he made a tiger disappear i don't know you know may, I, that kind of thing um but he's absolutely amazed at the things that god is doing through philip and now peter and john come they lay their hands on people and they start speaking in tongues and they receive the Holy Spirit. And Simon is wowed to the point where he wants to be able to do this too. Mm -hmm. Now here you have his ego coming into play, I think. I think that's what's going on here because of the rebuke that he gets, right? There's, there's, a, there's a warning here from God that says this gift is given to certain people and it cannot be bought. It can't be earned. Mm -hmm. it, is a, it is a gift of God to be distributed as he sees fit. And to try to buy it, to boost your own ego or for other means, is a very dangerous place to be. Right. 
And so I think there's I think there's those two things going on here. I think that's why this story includes Simon. I think it's a warning uh, to us uh, in two ways. When we we hear of somebody who we just think that can't be that they got saved. Think recently, who would you think of that would be a, an amazing person to be saved? And you would kind of think, eh, I'm not so sure. Is he in the music industry? He is in the music oh, industry. Oh, I'm hot. I'm yeah. Hot. Uh, Mr. Mr. Kanye West. Mr. Kanye West. Yes. Yeah. Would you, you know when you first thing I thought of was this is like a money grab, a hoax of some sort yeah. to, and I still think it is right. And so we have we have our culture, we have his culture, mm-hmm. and we thought they could never come together. Right. And you know, I is 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 Kanye West saved? I don't know. He's he shows a lot of the right signs. Right. He's showing he's showing some fruit. Um, he's hanging out with some questionable people at times. I was just going to say, but that. you know, um, you know what I'm saying. Right. You know, he's he's new in his faith too. Maybe he needs to learn and grow. So mm-hmm. I'm going to cut him some slack. I'm going to let I'm going to let time right. kind of decide this. I also want to know: Was he baptized by one of these shady individuals? I don't. Almost kind of like in the story, they were being baptized without the Holy Spirit. Like he's right. saying. I'm I'm a Christian. I believe. Right. Uh, right. Okay. Well, from what I've heard, and I don't know who it is, but I know he has a mentor who is a fairly solid Christian person. Right? Okay. He's, he's very solid in his theology. So I think that's that's a plus for him, right? right. And so uh, so I think I think he I think it's possible. Right. Right. I'm going to hold out judgment. I'll let time pass. I'm going to see what kind of fruit he bears, and then then we'll know. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I think it. I think it'll be fairly evident. But the things I've seen so far, I'm okay with. I'm okay. I think he. I think he. He could be. He could be legit, and I praise God for that. Um, the other side of that is so that's our. That's I think that's our first lesson. Let's be unified in the church. Let's not Correct. be. Let's not be divisive and saying that can't be because God can do what He wants to do and He will do what He mm-hmm. wants to do. We're not going to get in the way of His purpose or His plan. The second part of that is don't go after gifts that aren't supposed to be yours. Now, how do we know which gifts are supposed to be ours? We ask, mm-hmm. and if we get them, they're ours. Correct. But we can't do things to earn them. We can't do things to buy them. Correct. And if we're trying to do that, we have some very serious heart issues. We have some very serious sin issues. We have some pride issues, possibly, like Simon did. When he's like, I've got to be able to do this too. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. Right. So, and he, not saying he could have, but his heart wasn't in the right place. If he was faithful the right way, yeah. Who's to say? Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So that was, it, I mean, if you look at the rebuke that he gets, um, he's like, may your silver perish with you because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You've not, you've got no lot in this matter. Your heart is not right before God. I don't want that to be true of me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, for someone to say your heart's not right before God and it be true. Right. Um, so there's a repentance here that needs to take place. If we're, if we're after gifts because of what it can do for us, we're in it for the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. We look for gifts from what it can do for others. others. 
right? And it's not, it's not wrong to ask for those gifts, but the gifts that you have need to be in, put in practice. Right. right. For others, not for yourself. I feel like I've been talking an awfully long time. No, I've I got, thought, I mean, it's great stuff. But so, but what does the Bible teach us about how we receive the Holy Spirit? And I go to Ephesians 1.13 here. Paul writes this. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So Paul teaches us that when we hear the word and believe the word, we, ha we get the Holy Spirit at that point. So hear the gospel, have, and our faith is produced from hearing the gospel. We receive the Holy Spirit at that moment. Right. That's what Paul says right here. And that's what we've been taught as Christians to believe. And it's true. So what's really going on here in Acts is more describing what happened, not prescriptive of how things are working right. today. Right. And it's situational because it was so early within the church. So it was right. more along the lines of making sure everything was done yes. Yeah. accordingly, whereas now churches should be Right. After 2,000 right years, we think we probably we should have this figured out right. and, uh, and be walking in that. So I think... Uh, that's my best uh, best pass at what's going mm -hmm. on here. I think that's I think that's what's happening. I like sense? that question because it brought it's out really another good. area which um, we could touch on. Which yes, is, which is good. Really good question. Thanks, Robert. No sorcerers out there. Please. No sorcerers. Uh, don't buy this. Don't try to buy the spirit. You'll be no. in trouble. Good stuff. Excellent. Good stuff. Hey, everybody. We're gonna sign off now. Remember, uh, send your questions in, askatall7days.com. We need them. 864-660-9473, uh, voicemail or text. Uh, All 7 Days Hangout on Facebook. All 7 Days Podcast on YouTube. That's why We're I waved. It, yeah. That's why I waved <laughs> just now because only the YouTube subscribers can see, can see that. And uh, so subscribe and like. That will help us. I think that's what you're supposed to say in a, in a YouTube video. Subscribe and like. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up. Click the bell. Subscribe. Yes. And let others know about the podcast. If you, if you, uh, if you like what we're doing, let us know. And, uh, hey, leave us a voicemail. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, let us know if we've helped. And uh, we'd appreciate that. Uh, you know, merch on the all7days.com website. And uh, leave us a review on iTunes. We would appreciate it. Five stars if you can. This is the All 7 Days Podcast where the goal is to get you to think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Now go give someone what you value most today. Mm -hmm.